the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. You know, Merry Christmas to you and greetings the Monday of Christmas week. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Yes. The Monday. Yes. Right? Things are good here at the station. Things We're are, super things, excited. Things are uh, good both in Lexi's room mm-hmm. and in our room. Yes, yes. Lexi, am I speaking too much on your behalf? No, not at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. How are things in your preparations? Well, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. I uh, On Saturday, um, I made the batter. For 40 dozen cookies. I did. 40 dozen of, of different cookies? Yep. yep. I did uh, eight varieties on sun, Saturday. Now, here's yeah. the thing. I didn't bake them. Yeah. I decided to make all the batter, and then, like, you know, I'm going to be baking as the week goes on. Can you freeze yes. the batter? You, you can freeze the batter, but I've never You're done not. it. I understand you can. So you have big bowls of batter sitting in the refrigerator. I have them in, in uh, airtight packaging mm-hmm. in the refrigerator. Man, that's like an yeah, assembly so line. Yeah, so I was excited about it. So would you like, yeah, like yeah. a little glimpse as to I would what love I some. did? Okay, so More I, so a taste. So I did uh, oatmeal raisin, mm-hmm. uh, molasses, mm. snickerdoodles, mm. peppermint crinkles, orange twist, pistachio orange from your My wife. wife, which we had some from last your, night. So good. Mm. Pistachio orange and mochaccino. Uh, I've had those as well, yeah. of course. That's part of ours. And, oh, peanut butter kisses, the ones that you despise mm-hmm. and deride yeah, at all yeah, times. Yeah, right. Can you believe, job, Lexi, though. how he's so dismissive of the peanut butter kiss? I wish I had a like a boo thing over here exactly. so I could boo you. Could you find the peanut, one of those? I will. Could you find a boo? It, it won't bother me. Seriously. Yeah. I just, I'll, Why I'll don't show. you like that cookie? I just feel like it's meh. Just meh. Who doesn't like peanut butter and chocolate that, combined? that kiss thing on top? No. I, even if I saw, like when you see a bowl of those kisses, meh, I'm just going to walk right by. But if you combine it with nope. peanut, no. Mm-mm, same thing. All it is is a peanut butter kiss. All right, well, that. I'm just talking to Lexi. I'm going to tell mm. you right now, Lexi, I made a different recipe because my peanut butter kisses from last year, mm. they were made with shortening, and I already shared with you how I feel about shortening. Yeah. It's so gross to me. It is really gross. Um, and so this year I found a different recipe from Sally. Oh, Sally knows what she's Sally doing. Knows Sally knows what she's doing. It's baking with Sally. Or <laughs> Sally's baking an if, a, if, addiction. Is if, that it? Yeah. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hers is all butter. And so I made that. Queen. Oh, shortening out butter in. Yeah, yeah, shortening out. She knows what's up. I think she does. I trust Sally. All right, all right. So that's where I am. How about your preparations? Uh, I'm still in the cleaning, decorating phase. Okay. But it's, com- it's coming close to a close. Okay. I feel pretty good about things. Terrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lex? I have cleaned the entire apartment. I love that about you. Um, I'm starting to get doughs ready so that way I can bake Mm -hmm. before 
um, the family meets on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So that's just very exciting. All those preparations for you, ready. Very nice. Even though we're not meeting at my apartment, so but I just still, cleaned. Though, but still, you clean. want your place clean on Christmas. Nice yeah, right, right. so that way I can come back home and, not and just worry enjoy about it. it. Yeah, I cleaned the oven on Saturday. Oh, now here's a thank you, my appreciation. <laughs> I, I cleaned the oven. Now, we have a self-cleaning oven, but twice I've used the self-cleaning oven and have broken the oven, which required a repairman to come. That's a bad oven, right? It's a horrible oven. I mean, like, seriously, I've been thinking about buying a new oven. Yeah. Um, you, so, and you paid more because it was like a designer oven. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. It was a Bosch, mm-hmm. which I would say thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went back to the old sort of can of... Uh, Easy off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? And, man, is that stinky. Seriously, I believe I have, you know, some sort of... Emphysema at this point. Something like that, yeah, going on. Boy, that's rough. That is rough. Some easy, what's it? Uh, Easy off. Easy off with a pair of rubber gloves. Yes. I remember my mom doing that Mm, when I was little. I had to open up the window. No, that's why they came up with self-cleaning ovens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is what I paid for. But now it's not working. Oh, I'm very sorry. Mm. Anyway, a nice clean oven sets the stage for some excellent food. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, terrific, yeah. we've got a great show coming up we ahead. Do. In the 5 o'clock hour, our good friend Kathy Keller, wife of the uh, late Tim Keller, is going to be with us. She joined us on a regular basis. She's the sweetest thing yep. and the smartest thing, both. Um, and so uh, she's been thinking about something, a story from the Old Testament. It's kind of been like turning around in her head, and she wants to share it with us today. That's going to be great in the 5 o'clock hour. Also, in this hour, um, we'll be talking about Jesus as the new Adam, mm-hmm. as we get ready to celebrate uh, his nativity this coming weekend. And also a vase that was bought at Goodwill brings in a huge payday. But the annual Christmas White House poem. Yeah, only moments away. Up next with Greg Clarkston. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's Word FM. WORD. Hello, Michael Youssef here, and I want to tell you that loneliness in our society has reached a pandemic proportion, and yet few want to admit it for fear that people might think less of them. But God said that he is the friend who sticks to you closer than a brother. Will you come to him? Visit LTW.com. Dot org slash Jesus to find out more. Leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef tomorrow morning at 630 on 101.5 WORD. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Not only is it annoying, but that leaky faucet can cost you a lot of money. Your retirement accounts also go drip, drip, drip. Even small fees can add up. Combine that with taxes and all of a sudden you could have a pool in your basement. Kirk Kenotic and Ethan Lane and their team at Accurate Solutions Group can't help you with that leaky faucet. But they can help you fix those leaky accounts so you're not paying more in taxes and fees than you have to. The first step, get a copy of Kurt and Ethan's Retirement Tax Guide. It'll help break down the confusing world of retirement taxes. You'll also learn some strategies to help make sure you don't pay more taxes than you have to. To get your free guide from the Accurate Solutions Group team, text TAX to 412-515-3355. That's TAX to 412-515-3355. Don't let any more of your hard-earned dollars go down the drain. Text TAX to 412-515-3355. 
Accurate Solutions Group cannot give tax advice. Please consult your tax professional before acting on any advice. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid or meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different? Something positive? Make your new homepage Christianity.com with daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues. Now you have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. Join the thousands of others who have joined Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. Our popular Valentine dinner cruise returns Friday, February 16th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. And now through January 2nd, get 10% off your ticket price. Book now at wordfm.com. If it's Monday, it means Greg Clugston joins us live from the White House. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent. He brings us up to date about goings on in the nation's capital and around the world. Greg, welcome back. Thank you, John. Good afternoon. Hi, Kathy, and uh, happy early Christmas to you and everybody say, who's listening. Thank you. Merry Christmas a bit in advance, um, but mm-hmm. of course we'll turn to uh, specific holiday issues later in our segment as you're going to read the White House Christmas poem. But I don't want to get too excited about that. I want to talk about the news first. Um, Let's start with border security um, linked with aid to Ukraine. Can you talk about the the conversation that the Congress is having right now? Sure. President Biden has put forward this request, you know, several weeks ago for additional emergency aid, not only for Ukraine, but also Israel and some other uh, emergency measures. And the the members of Congress really have not really responded uh, to this measure. And what the Senate is doing is you've got Republicans who are saying, okay, if we want to if you want to get Ukraine aid passed, then um, the administration needs and Democrats need to work with Republicans on making some changes to the border security measures uh, on our southern border. And so over the over the last week or so and over this past weekend, you had uh, Senate negotiators working on a possible framework for that kind of a deal, border security changes for Ukraine aid. And what's interesting is they have made some progress and. Chuck Schumer, who's the top Democrat in the Senate, he has kept senators in town. They were supposed to already have begun their their holiday recess uh, for the next couple of weeks. But he's kept them around until uh, to do a vote potentially sometime this evening. But the thing is, all the negotiators say they're not there yet, meaning they have made some progress, but there's probably not going to be a package to vote on tonight. And so you've got senators saying, why are we still here in Washington? Uh, and then, of course, the House Republicans and all of the Democrats uh, from the House side, they have all recessed. They have all gone until the second week of January. So even if the Senate does something tonight um, or later this week, uh, there's not going to be final action on it until early next year anyway. So it's it's just one of those. It, it's not the typical uh, year end government shutdown deadline, but it's a deadline on a different measure, and uh, some lawmakers are still trying to figure that out. That's interesting. So even if a deal is made, it will be, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it will be early January at the, at the. I mean, the first week or second week of January, Greg? Right, because the House is not scheduled to return until, I think, the 8th 
of January. And so uh, then they would begin, you know, whatever. And, of course, then the House would have to decide whether they would accept the terms of what the Senate agreed to. And then there may have to be a conference back and forth. So there's there's no certainty on, A, this thing going forward at all, or, B, if it does go forward, what the timetable might be. Interesting. So what does January then look like for Congress? Greg, um, what's what's the schedule? You know, what things are kind of on the docket or we should be kind of prepared for? Sure. Well, a, a couple of interesting things. First of all, you I mentioned the gov- a government shutdown a couple of uh, moments ago. We didn't have that deadline hanging over us ahead of Christmas or the end of New Year. That's because Congress voted a few weeks ago to postpone or extend um, the budget uh, decision until Part of it will be done in January, and part of it will, will be done in early February. So that government shutdown potential sort of still hangs over as a cloud over Congress when they get back in the early new year because they still have to approve the budget bills uh, for this current fiscal year. So you have a you have a mid-January deadline uh, for doing four of the government funding bills. You also throw in the political campaign calendar, Kathy, of the Iowa caucuses take place in the middle of January as well. And um, so there's just going to be a lot of pressures on the political as well as the campaign calendar when it comes and the legislative calendar when it comes to Congress. And then, of course, when you start with the Iowa caucus, that just then uh, steamrolls right into the whole entire uh, primary process going forward. (laughs) And obviously, there are going to be a lot of members who are going to be uh, interested in, you know, especially Republicans in terms of their relationship with Donald Trump, who is the, still the front runner in these primary races for the GOP and and how that may affect their voting on some of these key issues. Wow. So turn the page. 2024 is here. And goodness knows what's going to happen in this coming year. And of course, I mentioned uh, the Iowa caucus. It's four weeks uh, from today. Wow. And Donald Trump continues to have just... Um, uh, you know, miles ahead numbers in all of the polls. In fact, one of the uh, the Iowa, the, the Des Moines, Iowa uh, register poll last week said that he, Donald Trump, had the largest percentage lead of any uh, Republican, uh, possibly even even Democratic candidate at this point in the process leading into the Iowa caucuses in, in years and years. So he's really solidified his support in Iowa. What's interesting is Nikki Haley has really improved her ground game in New Hampshire, and she's within, I know it still sounds like a big gap, and it is, uh, but she's within like 15 points now of Donald Trump in New Hampshire, and Donald Trump is in the low to mid-40s in terms of support, at least according to a CBS poll. So, of course, they are polls. They're just, you know, single snapshots of where things stand. But maybe things will be a little bit more competitive in New Hampshire Mm -hmm. once we get past the caucuses in Iowa. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugson is with us. Greg, uh, there was a traffic incident last night involving the president and his motorcade. Please give us the details. Right, John. This was kind of a scary moment. Uh, the, the Bidens were in Delaware for part of the weekend, and uh, they were making a visit to their campaign headquarters in Wilmington, not far from their home. And they had just left the campaign headquarters and were getting just, in fact, Mrs. Biden was already in in their car to leave. And uh, the president was still standing outside the vehicle when there was a crash about 200 yards away. And uh, there was a car that crashed into one of the support vehicles of the motorcade. 
Um, and it turns out, according to police in Delaware, that it was they're terming it an accidental collision mm-hmm. and that it was a man who was under the influence uh, of alcohol and uh, has been charged with uh, with drunk driving. So it it does it doesn't appear that it was any sort of intentional uh, threat against the president. They were uh, he and the first lady were unharmed and they continued on their way. But uh, it got the president's attention and everybody else who were outside uh, as they were about ready to get inside the motorcade there. Wow. Okay. So, um, there is there going to be an investigation? Are we going to find out more details about the person? Yeah, the, I don't think the, uh, the the identity of this individual has been released yet, okay. Kathy. And police say that um, since police say that they have described it as an accidental collision, probably from the police perspective and and mm-hmm. the drunk driving charges, that may be the end of their involvement in it. However, the Secret Service, um, which hasn't provided a lot of comment so far on the incident, they could continue to do possibly some more and you know background work just to make sure that it was not part of a you know some sort of a scheme or an actual uh, an, an attack attempt on the president. Right. Okay. Well, I guess it's good news, which is an odd thing to think it's only a drunk driving incident as opposed to an assassination attempt. Exactly. Right. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, uh, you toil uh, all year long in Washington, D.C., and of course have your finger on the pulse of the president and what uh, goes on at the White House. And as always, uh, many, many years you have produced a White House poem that you have read at a White House uh, Christmas party. Fill us in on the details here. Right. This is a, a little, it's a very informal party uh, in the lower level uh, of, we call it the basement, the lower level of the press working space uh, just off of the briefing room at the White House, where a lot of us have our desk and radio booth uh, work areas. And it's a little potluck style luncheon. It's, uh, again, not very fancy, but it's it's a fun little tradition that's been, uh, been going on lo- much longer than I've been there uh, covering the White House. But I have been there a number of years now, and it was back in 1998 wow. that uh, I volunteered to do a little something, some sort of a little presentation at the at the informal luncheon, and I came up with uh, a "Twas the Night Before Christmas" poem that had some sort of inside uh, jokes about some of the reporters who work in that area and a little bit about the president at that time. And so it, this has become an annual tradition where I, I look back at the year of presidential and political headlines and incorporate them loosely into the format of Twas the Night Before Christmas. And this year was year number 25 wow. of doing it. My silver Craig, anniversary. that's incredible. Excellent. <laughs> And what's what's fun is uh, people people all year will kind of pepper me with questions saying, hey, are you uh, keeping track of the events, you know, to you know, for the poem? And that's exactly what I do. I just keep a list of events and people um, in politics throughout the year so that by the time I get to around Thanksgiving, I have, you know, a, a considerable list of, of, you know, material to pull from to add to the poem. <laughs> and we've had we've had press secretaries and other members of the press office uh, on hand for these uh, for these readings, which is always fun this year we uh the highest ranking uh press officer who came down was the deputy principal uh press secretary olivia dalton and some of her staff members came down and we always appreciate it when they visit us in the basement excellent now the highest ranking official do they you know put a stamp of approval on the poem is there any you know (laughs) formality that that person goes through with you not really. They mm. they they probably wonder, you know, what's in store. If, if, if funny, <laughs> right? 
and the thing is these these poems i've mentioned this before but these poems and this is really this is really my my heart for it and i want it to be clever i want it to be fun and i don't want it to be mean-spirited i take some very gentle jabs at both republicans and democrats uh but it's not meant to be you know late night comic material you know where they're kind of going for the for the jugular that kind of thing so even if there may be a couple of slightly uncomfortable moments for a press secretary there when i'm speaking about the president for whom they they work <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty minor and we've had really good sports over the years jen saki uh sarah sanders and uh previous secretaries from earlier administrations and they've all been really really good uh good sports about Excellent. it all in the spirit of good fun without further ado here is the poet laureate from the basement of the white house greg clugston with his annual christmas poem greg was the night before Christmas, and in the White House, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes a soft landing soon would be there. <laughs> POTUS and his CPAP machine were snuggled in bed, while visions of Rehoboth danced in his head. He dreamt of the year marked by war and by fighting, and a dog named Commander that wouldn't stop biting. <laughs> SCOTUS shot down the student loan plan in June. The Air Force brought down China's surveillance balloon. <laughs> there was no action from the special counsel yet about classified docks found near Biden's Corvette. Mm. <laughs> Courtroom drama threatened Hunter the Sun when his weapons plea deal came completely undone. <laughs> then there was Trump, with whom the government fought four criminal indictments and a scowling mugshot. <laughs> Trump vowed retribution as he launched one more run, but promised no dictatorship, except for day one. (laughs) Joe's 81st birthday made voters uneasy. Democrats worried. The polls made them queasy. Bidenomics is working, was the president's claim, but very few people warmed up to that name. (laughs) In a secret Kiev visit, POTUS traveled on a train. In the West Wing lobby, there were traces of cocaine. (laughs) Hamas shocked the world with its sinister attack. Biden hugged Bibi. He had Israel's back. Hatred and threats poisoned higher education. Ivy League silence sparked fierce condemnation. Mm. Republicans revolted against one of their own, booting McCarthy from his political throne. (laughs) All of a sudden, there arose such a clatter. POTUS jumped up to see what was the matter. When, who should appear in the glistening snow, but ousted George Santos in a new cameo. (laughs) He was dressed to the nines with nothing to lose, from his sweater and jacket to his red Gucci shoes. He was jolly and plump, a former lawmaker, accused of being a serial lawbreaker. His reputation took a serious beating before being expelled for lying and cheating. Then he was joined by a man at his side. It was Speaker Mike Johnson, a bit bleary-eyed. He had risen to power on the motion to vacate, but right-wingers were stubborn, not easy to placate. Impeachment backers pressed forward and won. A formal inquiry had finally begun. POTUS turned to leave, but he wobbled and tripped. His casual sneakers had failed to grip. (laughs) And I heard him exclaim as his poll numbers lagged, Merry Christmas to all. Folks, I got sandbagged. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. Oh, my gosh. I always think each year, 
I'm probably going to be disappointed in the poem. Not this well, year probably, at it's, all. It's never happened Mm-mm. in every year. You've outdone yourself. Uh, you've absolutely outdone yourself. George Santos, that has to be award-winning. <laughs> in his red Gucci shoes. <laughs> Excellent, exactly. Greg. It, thank you very much. And, and the fun thing, too, that people um, often will comment about is like, oh, I forgot that happened yes, earlier this year. Yes. And it, so it, it serves as a bit of a time capsule, even in a fun format. I forgot about the Chinese balloon. <laughs> That's right, the spy balloon. <laughs> Love you, Greg. Listen, really excellent. Outstanding effort. Always. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, thank uh, you, and looking forward to uh, another great year ahead. Thank you. We as well. We yeah, always I, appreciate your presence here. You do a, a fine job for Salem and for SRN News. So yeah, yes, thank and, you for your presence. And you've added so much to our show in uh, 2023. Thank you, Greg. Well, thank you. I always love talking to both of you and your listeners in Pittsburgh. Outstanding. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Very, merry. I'm sure, Greg, the poem, before you leave us, though, just for a second, is the poem out there? I mean, it's out there somewhere. People can read this, yeah? It's out there. Um, I've got it on my LinkedIn page, and it's going on Twitter here soon, so uh, folks can look for it this week. Very nice. The print copy. Thank you so much, Greg. You're welcome. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There is a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month, level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-275-8525. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-275-8525. Remember, 800-275-8525. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting exam required to qualify. That number for term busters is 800-275-8525. 800-275-8525. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Human trafficking is on the rise. And unfortunately, Pittsburgh is becoming known as a hub to recruit and transport victims. That's why Living in Liberty was created, to support women caught in the abusive cycle of the commercial sex trade. On the street, through their Liberty Safe Home and Recovery Program, the Repurpose Store, and Community Awareness and Prevention Events, it's making a real difference, and so can you. To find out how you can join the fight to support survivors and snarl the traffic, visit livinginliberty.org. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. Our popular Valentine dinner cruise returns Friday, February 16th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. 
Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. And now through January 2nd, get 10% off your ticket price. Book now at wordfm.com. It's one station with many locations. Word FM is on oneplace.com, wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app on your smart speaker, and at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. couple of snow squalls accumulating a coating to an inch tonight, otherwise breezy with considerable clouds. Snow can cause poor visibility and slippery spots, leading to slow travel. Tonight's low 28. couple of snow showers tomorrow morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy. Storm total snowfall 1 to 3 inches. Again, roads could be slippery. will reach a high of 31. Partly sunny skies for Wednesday with a high of 40. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Here's some big news. Notre Dame's Cathedral got its rooster back Saturday in a pivotal moment for the Paris Landmarks restoration. Now, I did not know that there had been a rooster sitting atop Notre Dame. I didn't either. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, though. It's really interesting. Okay, so... It, it does surprise me. Why okay. would there be rooster? Well, here, let me. This is from AP. The installation by a crane of a new golden rooster, reimagined as a dramatic phoenix with licking flamed feathers, goes beyond just being a weather vane atop the cathedral spire. It symbolizes resilience amid destruction after the devastating fire in April mm-hmm. of 2019. The chief architect who designed the new rooster stated that the original rooster's survival signified a ray of light in the catastrophe. Um, So the old rooster, uh, the rooster was a French emblem of vigilance and Christ's resurrection. I never heard that connection. No. Uh, Both roosters, uh, blessed by the Archbishop of uh, Paris... Um, the rooster or cock in French is an, a motive national emblem for the French because of the word semantics, the Latin gallus meaning gall and gallus mm. simultaneously meaning rooster. Okay. That's interesting mm-hmm. because in, if, if you look at French decor or yes. hand, hand, you know, pottery plates, uh, you name it, uh, right. textiles, roosters figure prominently, and I they never do. I never knew why. There it is. Okay, this is also interesting. Uh, placed inside the rooster, uh, in a hole inside the rooster's breast, are fragments of what's known as Christ's crown of thorns and the remains of St. Denis and St. Genevieve infusing the sculpture with religious importance. The crown of thorns, regarded as Notre Dame's most sacred relic, was among the treasures quickly removed after the fire broke out. Uh, The crown of thorns, of course, uh, brought to Paris in the 13th century, purported to have been pressed onto Christ's head during the crucifixion. A sealed tube was also placed inside the sculpture, containing the names of nearly 2,000 individuals who contributed to the cathedral's reconstruction. Mm, Okay. That's fascinating. Isn't it, though? That is fascinating. Also... Uh, they have said this. The ar- chief architect says they have deployed a range of fire protection devices, some of which are very innovative in the cathedral, including a misting system in the attic okay. where the oak frame and the spire are located. This is a first for a cathedral 
in France. President uh, Emmanuel Marcon, who last week visited the site to mark the one-year countdown to its reopening, announced that the original rooster will be displayed in a new museum at the Hotel Du. This move, along with the plans to invite the Pope for the cathedral's reopening next year, highlights Notre Dame's significance in French history and culture. Listen, whenever we were here in the we studio. We were watching it in the studio. I was heartbroken. Me I too. Thought, I thought it was gone forever. Me too. I, w- just watching it was like, uh, it, was, it was so sad. Yes. And the thought that it has been revitalized <sighs> is just incredible. It surely is. Back to how it looked. Because yeah. there were some crazy redesign. Let's do this. Let's do that. Well, look at how old it is. Right. Also, I- I've never read about the purported cause. Initially... It, I never have either. Was it a workman? You know, I work, don't know. Or was it vandal or arson? That's I think never if it was arson. The, the, there was a lot of talk about that because a lot of French churches and cathedrals had right, have been Right, had been vandalized. Right. Anyway, it's very good news. It's terrific news. The only thing that is sad to me on a recurrent basis is throughout all of the reconstruction, it's done in such a with such a secular perspective. Yes. I mean, I understand that it's an it's an incredible relic of France and it's it's a beautiful testament to the people who built it and to the longevity of the country. But it's not a community. But more than center. anything, it's a church. Yes. And it was built as a church. Right. And so the fact that God doesn't enter in to much of what you read is sad. Well, what will happen at the rededication of Notre Dame in a year's time? I'll be curious. Right? Will God be present? Let's pray that he is. Yeah. Right? Of course he is present. Right, yeah, but yeah. Will the organizers will he be acknowledged? Yes, acknowledged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 101.5 WORD. As Christmas approaches, how are you preparing? Are you planning a party, shopping for gifts, decorating your house? The truth is, you can do all those things and still miss the profound joy of the holiday. To help your celebration be all it can be, join John MacArthur for his series, The Best of Christmas, here on Grace to You. This is John MacArthur inviting you to listen to Grace to You every weekday morning at 7 a.m. on 101.5 Word FM. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, The Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. 
some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Alyssa suffered through 11 years of her husband's addiction, and she feared the worst. After we had called Focus on the Family, that was really the journey where we started to see God moving and working. I know that Focus on the Family was just an answered prayer. I'm Jim Daly. This season, help us give families hope. And when you give today, your donation will be doubled. Donate at FocusOnTheFamily.com family. Hey, everybody. Greg Laurie from A New Beginning. I'm encouraging you right now to turn off the negativity and instead turn on a positive message of God's love for you. And you can do that with the OnePlace.com app. You can listen to my messages anytime, anywhere, even offline. So start renewing your mind today with the truth from God's Word. Go to your Apple or Google App Store and search for OnePlace and download it now. Christmas is one week away. (laughs) Here we are, seven days until Christmas Day. Father Tom Soroka is back with us. Father Tom's been a regular guest of ours over the many years we produced the show. And uh, here, Father Tom, welcome. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Jesus as the new Adam. This is interesting. Yes. um, Thanks for having me on, guys, and wish you a blessed uh, Christmas Mm -hmm. season here. So... I think it's important for us to understand, you know, we get a notion in our heads about what Christmas really is, and maybe we romanticize it somewhat, or maybe we connect it to our salvation, and we say, Jesus is born in Bethlehem, and, you know, he's going to come to save us. But there's one aspect of this that I think is really, really important when we talk about Jesus being incarnate right? This word means he takes on flesh. So he is this eternal word of God. He is the son of the father before all time. And he takes flesh from the Virgin Mary and the Holy Spirit uh, and is born of her. And there's a, there's a kind of mechanism here that we need to think about. So St. Paul refers to Jesus as the new Adam, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And it's a little bit curious because when we think of Adam, we think of he's born in the Garden of Eden and he had this opportunity to commune with God and he and Eve kind of blew it. But let's step back and say, why was man, that is humanity, created? And what we find out uh, if we search the scriptures is that man had three roles uh, to in order to be what he was always created to be. And that is, he was created to have the role of king, priest, and prophet. And I don't mean the specific ministerial roles in Israel. I'm speaking about the internal uh, role of humans, humans to be king, that is, king over creation. We are ruling the creation. We are stewards, right? Uh, Caregivers of this creation, like, uh, you know, we can't think of a king as as a despot, but a king as one who loves uh, what has been given to him and cares for it. So he's directing and leading. And, And when I say he, I mean all humans. So man is created to be king. He's created to be priest. Why? 
because he is called. Uh, this is what St. Paul says in Romans, right? Uh, we our, our role is to see in the creation uh, to give thanks to God and to glorify God. So this, this giving thanks is this Eucharistic offering, the sacrificial offering to sacrifice ourselves uh, uh, in, in order to recognize that we are not God, right? <laughs> so, so we are priests in the sense that we offer ourselves and that which we have been given back to God. That's our role as humans. Prophets, again, to speak and to hear the word of God, to be attuned, to, to be guided by God. This is what prophets do, not prophet in the sense of predicting the future, but prophets in the sense of seeing all of this. So if we see humans as being king, priest, and prophet, Jesus comes as the new Adam to once again be king, priest, and prophet. And then we understand why did he receive gold and frankincense and myrrh? Because these are gifts that you give to kings, that you give to priests, that mm -hmm. you give to prophets, the oil of myrrh, you know? And, and so Jesus takes uh, this really fundamental human role or roles, and he reestablishes us as humans to be, again, what we were always meant to be. He shows us how it really is to be a human, that is to be a king, a priest, and a prophet. But of course, he does this in, in like a, a very unique way, but also in a way that speaks to us as humans. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier, Tom, that um, that Paul talks about this. And so I want to read that passage so that people know uh, where it is. So uh, what I was thinking of was 1 Corinthians 15. Um, and Paul writes, if there is a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is from heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth, and is the man from heaven. So also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. So that's the the perfect uh com comparison contrasting between adam and jesus yes yeah there, there's two things going on in that passage right we have in the first corinthians passage the idea of jesus being what he calls in in first corinthians the last adam that is the one that is going to you know uh be obedient to god to to um follow the commandments of God, right? To to get it get it right this time. And he's the one that is going to bring us back to paradise. But we also have this part in, in 1 Corinthians 15 about the resurrection. Okay. Right, Five. which is right before that that passage that I read. Right. Let's also look at Romans 5. Yeah, I actually have that pulled up too. 
Yeah. Can you read yeah, that? One? Yeah. So this is Romans five. This is starting at 12, verse 12. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin. And in this way, death came to all men because all sinned for before the law was given, sin was in the world. But sin is not taken into account when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. Exactly. And the one to come is Jesus. So Adam becomes this pattern. St. Paul puts it so beautifully here. Adam becomes this pattern for all of humanity, really. But um, because of Adam's failure, and I, I don't want to overemphasize this and sort of like blame everything on Adam, because even in the teachings of, of Christian doctrine, uh, we have to have a little bit of pity on Adam, right? Like, what was he going to do? Uh, you know, he, he, he is, uh, in a way, sort of immature, and he's, he's trying to grow into the, uh, into the likeness of God. But um, his ultimate failure was the failure of um, honoring the one law, the one law that God gives in the garden. He says, you can have everything in the garden, but do not eat of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil. For if you eat of it in that day, you will surely die. Not I will kill you, but rather this is the consequence of you not following my commandments. And so when Jesus comes and he's born into this world, what he does is he kind of goes in a way, uh, undoes everything, right? So he follows God's commandments. He follows the will of his father in perfect obedience and submission to the will of God. And when Adam and Eve were banished from paradise, now here's the real mind blower. Adam and Eve are banished from paradise, and it says there is a flaming sword that is guarding the gates of paradise, where is the tree of life, right? Well, Christ allows us back into paradise, and, and it says in the hymns of the church that he extinguishes extinguishes the flaming sword by the cross mm. and the tree of life itself is the cross. Mm. The tree of life is the cross because the cross is that tree, right? It's made out of a tree from which flows all of the grace of God, all of the life of God. And it ends up, it says in revelation, watering the nations. So Adam is placed with his progenitors, us, those who believe in, in Christ and the new Adam back into paradise. Amen. Okay. So here's the conclusion then um, following just on what you said, Tom, which is I'm still in Romans five. Consequently, just as the result of one trespass was condemnation for all men. So also the result of one act of righteousness was justification that brings life for all men. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners. So also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. Amen. Because, again, just going back to the theme, 
the the failure the failure of humanity is not to see its vocation its original vocation as king priest and prophet right again don't think of king priest and prophet as a particular person a particular role but the the human the human aspect of being the ruler over creation and the caretaker and the 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 guardian you might say of everything that has been given to us and to be offering constantly ourselves right we're offering a sacrifice of of praise it says in the new testament and to speak the word of god so christ comes he reestablishes this of course uh uh hebrews talks all about christ being the great high priest and so forth but every human every person in christ is restored to their rightful place as king priest and prophet because of jesus being the king the priest the prophet and then we inherit these these gifts and these vocations once again from him in their rightful place in paradise amen Father Tom Soroka is with us. He is the pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. Father Tom, uh, your Christmas plans at St. Nicholas? So Christmas this year, uh, because it's on a Monday, we'll have, uh, starting on Friday, this coming Friday, we will have the um, uh, what's called Royal Hours at 10 a.m., Saturday, 5 p.m., we'll have vigil. Sunday morning, Christmas Eve, we'll have Divine Liturgy at 10 a.m. Then we will have our Christmas Eve vigil service at 8 p.m. on Sunday night, followed by the festive Divine Liturgy, Monday morning, December 25th at 10 a.m. Everybody is welcome. Excellent. Tom, Merry Christmas to yeah, you. Yeah, we love you, Tom. We Thank you, you for Thank being you. with us on the show this we year. We love you guys, too. Thank you so much. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. I've always wanted a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Mr. Rogers passed along friendship in his neighborhood, hoping we would do the same. So let's get started. Friendship. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Boost Mobile is giving families the holiday gift they really want, $1,000. That's what you could win with Boost Mobile's 12 days of Boostmas. That's right. Boost Mobile is giving away $1,000 a day. And to enter for your chance to win, all you have to do is stop by your local Boost Mobile store. You can enter any time before December 23rd. But why wait? Head over to your local Boost Mobile store today for your chance to win $1,000 from Boost to you and yours. Sweepstakes ends 12-24-23. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. Visit winwithboostmobile.com slash boostmas for details. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Marcia from the Springhouse, and we really do wish you a Merry Christmas. And to keep your Christmas season merry, I suggest you give the Springhouse a call to take care of all your homemade goodies. We do beautiful Christmas cookie trays featuring family recipe orange drop cookies, lady locks, cherry cheesecake cups, pecan tassies, and lots more. Our fresh fruit trays and smoked salmon trays kick off a celebration beautifully. Our Heath Bar Cheesecake or Filled Chocolate Log finish it off nicely. And for the in-between, how about our own hickory smoked hams or fresh turkeys? 
Mmm, good old-fashioned eating. Are you hungry yet? Check us out on the web at www.springhousemarket.com and then give us a call and place your order today. www.springhousemarket.com Merry Christmas from all of us to all of you at the Springhouse in 84 PA. South Point Telecom specializes in electronic chimes for your church or community center. Replace or upgrade your existing bells with affordable, high-fidelity musical carillons. This is Don Hoder with 30 years' experience at South Point Telecom with audio, video systems, office phones, and computer cabling. Phone me now for a quick, affordable price, 412-646-6262, or go to southpointtelecom.com. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. Our popular Valentine dinner cruise returns Friday, February 16th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. And now through January 2nd, get 10% off your ticket price. Book now at wordfm.com. the years that my husband and I were raising our kids, uh, when they were little in particular, we were really tight on cash. And uh, so a weekly uh, excursion for me was to go to Goodwill. And I would just, first of all, just to go somewhere. Uh, when your kids are little, desperation sets in. Uh, but there, there's a Goodwill on McKnight Road, which is relatively close to my house. Anyway, and so I would just go in there and just... Wander around, peruse, see what's there, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'd end up with a you know a nice. I still have a very nice bowl that I use on a regular basis that I got at that uh, Goodwill. A lot of the stuff you know maybe I got I was well it was back at Goodwill three months later. It's kind yeah. of like a rental, um, but there's this eternal hope that a person like me goes in there with, thinking this could be the time that I find like the really valuable thing because you never know. You never Right. Well, here's a story. A woman by the name of Jessica Vincent, she in June made her way through a busy Goodwill in Hanover County, Virginia. Of course, like you said, Kath, she passed through lamps, VCRs, clothing. Uh, Nothing caught her eye until she saw an iridescent glass vase. After doing a lap around the store, she returned to the bottle-shaped vase with red and green swirls. She noticed a small M on the bottom that she believed stood for Murano, an island off of Venice, and the historical home of Italian glassware. Mm. She had a feeling. So she said, hey, maybe this is worth something. Um, There was no price in the vase. So she said, I'll pay no more than (laughs) $8.99. So she went up to the cashier. The cashier rang her up. It was three ninety nine. Even better. When she returned home from the Goodwill thrift store, she joined a Facebook group for glass identification to learn more about the vase. And so people in the Facebook group, they looked at it. Uh, someone said maybe it's uh, designed by someone by the name of Carlo Scarappa, a renowned Italian architect. She sent photos away um, to this person on the Facebook group and uh, they sent it to Richard Wright Auction House, and Richard Wright Auction House said, well, the minute we saw this, we realized it was a valuable piece. Well, last week, the $3.99 vase sold at auction for $107,000. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
107. That's incredible. Right? So uh, Ms. Vincent, she received a check for $83,000. Okay. The auction house took $23,000. Uh, she raises horses. Her barn is in very poor condition. She said, I use space heaters to keep my horses warm during the winter, so I'll uh, use those $83,000 to build myself a place that uh, the horses will find oh, appropriate. Oh, that's terrific. There's a picture of the vase. Boy, it's ugly. Isn't it, though? It's super. Don't you think it's ugly? It's a bottle with yeah, an it doesn't. Audrey I would never have red. thought that that would be valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good thing she knew more than me. Yep. The president of the auction house said that if the vase even had a small chip in it, the value would have plummeted to maybe $5,000. But it was in perfect condition? Perfect condition. There you go. Go Goodwill. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. Ask your speaker to play the word Pittsburgh. Get our mobile app, stream us from our website, or find us at oneplace.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Mourners are paying their respects to the trailblazing Justice Sandra Day O'Connor at the U.S. Supreme Court today. Among those attending a private service earlier today, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who called her a trailblazer and one that cleared the way for other women to serve at the highest levels in the federal judiciary. O'Connor died December 1st at the age of 93. The East Coast has been drenched by an intense storm that shattered rainfall records. It's also forced water rescues and caused power outages, and it's not over yet with up to five inches of rain expected in some areas. Controversy at the Vatican as Pope Francis has granted his formal approval allowing Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples so long as they do not appear to endorse their marriage. That marks the church's most permissive decree yet on the issue of same-sex couples. More on these stories at srnews.com. From director George Clooney. Well, what's that about making some money? Yeah, the Romans. You get a part-time job and a cheap place to live. This Christmas. Come on, boys! That bunch of kids rode like no one else that's ever come through here. Based on the inspiring true story. We have a boat strong enough to qualify for an Olympic spot. Well, lay it down, coach. Of the underdogs who made history. The Americans Row for your country. Row for each other. The Boys in the Boat. Only in theaters Christmas Day. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Stop overpaying for wireless. There is a better way. Pure Talk saves the average family about $1,000 a year on the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword, spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial Dial pound 250 and say spend less and make the switch to Pure Talk today. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how did it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to 
call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. After four abortions, Destara finally learned the truth. I heard it from Focus on the Family, and they were talking about pro-life being a baby, a human being, in your stomach. And I was like, wow, that, that's pro-life. I'm Jim Daly. Together, we can rescue pre-born babies and their moms, giving families hope. Donate at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash family, and your gift will be doubled. Where can you go anytime, day or night, to hear full-length radio programs from favorites like John MacArthur, Greg Laurie, and Chuck Swindoll? The new OnePlace.com. Where can you get free devotionals, podcasts, and articles on issues like marriage and parenting, politics and current events, and Christian living for men and women? The new OnePlace.com. Your favorite Christian teachers, online and on mobile at OnePlace.com. OnePlace.com. A couple of snow squalls accumulating a coating to an inch tonight, otherwise breezy with considerable clouds. Snow can cause poor visibility and slippery spots, leading to slow travel. Tonight's low 28. A couple of snow showers tomorrow morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy. Storm total snowfall 1 to 3 inches. Again, roads could be slippery, will reach a high of 31. Partly sunny skies for Wednesday with a high of 40. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings. Thanks for coming along for the 5 o'clock hour, the Monday edition. I think for a lot of us, it may be a shorter holiday week, the beginning Mm -hmm. of the Christmas holidays. Some people are taking the whole week off. Mm. Kenny Woods. Kenny? Yeah. He's out the door. And then other people are going right up until, you know the very bitter end of the week before Christmas begins. Wait, I was, oh, I know. I was uh, in Squirrel Hill. They're open on Christmas Day. Starbucks. You're kidding. No. There's a big sign. Like, like they're proud of it. Open Christmas Day. I was like, really? You need a, you know, an espresso that bad. (laughs) Although. I guess guess maybe because it's a Jewish community. That's what I thought. I was talking to a friend of mine. They're going, oh, Squirrel Hill. She said, we're doing a a Chinese um, takeout on Christmas Day. That's our family tradition. Okay. She said, we do it in Squirrel Hill because it's Asian and Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. Which, okay, makes sense. So if you need a coffee on Christmas Day, yeah, that's the where you Squirrel can Hill go. Starbucks is open. If, anyway. you, if you missed anything from our 4 o'clock hour, including uh, Greg Clugston live from the White House mm. reading his annual uh, Christmas poem, which is hilarious every single year. Greg reads it in front of the entire White House press corps. And uh, it's a tradition. This is the 25th year. Anyway, we did that at about a quarter after four. So you can check that out on our podcast. Also, a conversation about Jesus as the new Adam and a terrific story about some lady that bought a $3.99 vase at Goodwill. Anyway, check it out. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Excellent. Now, uh, as we always do, we uh, present to you the news of the hour. Yeah. The top four at four, but we somehow missed it during the four o'clock yeah, hour. So. I was a little confused. Yeah, so without sure. further ado, Kath, please give us the top four at five. 
This is weird to do this now. It is, yes. I feel a little totally out like of sorts. disconnected. For Monday, December 18th, John, 2023. Thank you. Number one. Many of the world's biggest shipping lines, oil producers, and other cargo owners are diverting vessels from the main route to the Suez Canal, citing security concerns from Iran-allied Houthi rebels that are attacking in the area. Great. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine trying to pilot a ship through the Suez Canal, and then you're being attacked by pirates? No. While you're doing all that, Good you're being gravy. attacked The risk to vessels through one of the world's critical trade routes has spurred discussion among government officials about establishing some kind of task force to protect seaborne traffic. Oil giant BP today became the latest company to halt its tankers from sailing through the Red Sea Mm. after the attacks. The three big shipping alliances made up of the world's top 10 box ship players have issued a pending notice on Red Sea routes, meaning ships are asked to drift or divert on a case-by-case basis. On average... 17 box ships cross the Suez Canal every day. Now, the conflict between Israel and Hamas had until now barely interrupted global flows of oil and cargo beyond, you know, small things, um, volume shipped in and out of Israel. But after BP's withdrawal today, traders and brokers say they're concerned that other major sh- major shipping and trading companies could follow suit. Good gravy. Yeah, read more about that in today's Wall Street Journal. Number two, Jimmy Lai, a media tycoon and champion of free speech and democracy, went on trial in Hong Kong today after a year-long delay in proceedings. He's been charged with several crimes, including colluding with foreign forces, but supporters around the world, including right here in the U.S., say his real offense has been criticizing China's ruling Communist Party and its crackdown on freedom in Hong Kong. Jimmy Lai has been in prison for the past three years on charges filed under China's sweeping new national security law. If convicted, Jimmy Lai could face life in prison. His son came out today and said that this trial is a sham. Amnesty International agreed, dismissing the trial um, also as a sham and saying it's an exercise to ensure that a muzzled Jimmy Lai spends the rest of his days in prison. That's from CBS News. Number three, the Vatican today issued formal definitive permission for Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples, as long as those benedictions are kept separate from marriage. It's a decree that amounts to an about-face after decades of discord between the LGBTQ community and the Catholic Church. It also fully reverses a 2021 ruling and expands on a far briefer statement of support for such blessings, which the Pope issued back in September. This document today says the blessings of same-sex couples should not suggest even the trappings of sacramental marriage, including traditional wedding vestments or even ceremonies formalizing the unions. It does, though, offer guidelines for offering benedictions. The document contradicts fully a 2021 Vatican statement that confirmed a ban on blessing same-sex unions, calling them, quote, not even remotely analogous to God's plan for marriage and family. But a lot can change in a couple years, huh? That's from the Washington Post. And number four, Mike Tomlin met with the media today to address, well, about 100 questions ahead of Steelers Week 16 game against the Bengals, which is 430 on Saturday at Acroshore. It's the final home game of the season. And isn't that a blessing? Anyway, Tomlin said Mason Rudolph will start over Mitch Trubisky. And that's your top four at five. That was rough. Was that a rough game? That was that could have been the pit. 
well, to me. The season's these not season. over yet. No, that's right. It could get worse. We still have three games, It could right? get worse, but it was wretched. And it looked so good at the beginning. Sure did. So that, I think, is start. what made it so much worse. Right, By the you. end, I was so glad I was doing something else. I was, me too. I was baking while I was doing it. I thought, I I'm cleaning. so glad I'm not looking at this. 30 unanswered points. Oh, it was so, so sad. painful. And oh. i got to be honest. I don't blame Mitch Trubisky for that loss. No, of course not. I mean, there is it's so much wrong with there. that team. Heck and yeah. we have the we have the two wide receivers with the worst attitudes in all of Boy, football. Well, we sure do. Talk about quitters. Good right? grief. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, okay, we're taking a break. We're coming back. Um, our good friend Kathy Keller will join Excellent. us in just a couple minutes. Um, she's in the middle of uh, trying to get used to a whole new life, missing her late husband, Tim Keller. And uh, they were very kind, and we got to know them over the last couple years. And so we're very much interested in talking to see how Kathy's doing so Stay close. It's the Monday edition. It's the ride home. One hundred one point five WORD. Your radio home for Pathway to Victory with Robert Jeffress. This week on Pathway to Victory, Dr. Robert Jeffress encourages us to maintain a joyful spirit in the good times and the bad, because Jesus is truly a Savior for all seasons. Then, Dr. Jeffress presents a selection of special Christmas messages to help prepare our hearts for this year's celebration. Join us all this week for Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Tomorrow morning at 11 on 101.5 WORD. The truth is that our college years are really pivotal. And it's a time to discover and to cultivate, and if you're so inclined, to see where God leads you. And that's why we're excited always to talk about Grove City College. I think back to being an undergrad myself. And early on, I mean, I wanted to get a job, but I wanted to get uh, good grades. And then somehow during, you know, in the middle of my freshman year, I started thinking, why do I want to... Like, what's the, what's the, oh, of course, I want to make my parents happy, but you're in college. Maybe your parents don't care as much about your grades at that point. Is that really enough motivation is that I just want to have no. a 4.0 or whatever is that? Not I mean, grades only. It, I, I don't think it can be. I know that a lot of people look at college that way and think, well, if I get the grades then I get the job. But the thing I love about Grove City is that it puts learning in a larger context. Yeah. So it's great to get good grades and it's very important to get a job. But what about curiosity, sparking curiosity in your student that makes you want to dig deeper into a subject. Maybe it's not even your major, but something that helps you to appreciate God's creation and just what has been established on earth for the purposes of praising him or knowing him better. I know that's the truth of Grove City College, to know who God is, to know who you are meant to be, to pursue your purpose and joy. GCC.edu. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the chaos in Russia and the Middle East continues. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 100000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge write-off of taxes for 2023. Hurry. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment for 2023. Natural gas is the fuel of the future, and it just keeps going up. Call 1-800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area 
of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-287-6691. That's 1-800-287-6691. Over the last two or three years, John and I have been privileged to get to know Tim and Kathy Keller, and uh, we so enjoyed the times that we spent together. And of course, all of us together have collectively uh, mourned the loss of Tim. And uh, at the same time, so grateful uh, that Kathy is the one who, born and raised in Pittsburgh, uh, has kind of connected all of us. And um, such an incredible force uh, of her own. And um, I'm so happy to have her back on the show. Kathy Keller uh, used to be the Assistant Director of Communications for Redeemer Presbyterian Church in New York City, which is a church that she co-founded with her late husband, Tim. She's the author of Jesus, Justice, and Gender Roles, a case for gender roles in ministry, and co-author with her husband, Tim, of several terrific books, including the one on the Psalms that I really love and The Meaning of Marriage. Kath, welcome back and Merry Christmas to you, friend. Why, thank you so much. I was really glad to be asked. Yeah, our pleasure, Kath. So uh, when I asked you uh, a few weeks back, you said, hey, have I talked to you about Lot's wife? And it, it caught me by surprise. Because people don't usually ask us that question, well, I had Kath. To, I had to ask that because I've been talking to everybody about it whenever anybody says, what are you doing? What are you learning? I say, well, let me tell you about Lot's wife. So I've kind of lost track of who I've mentioned it to. Okay, well, now I can't, I you've piqued my curiosity. Yeah, we're glad to be in the mix here. Well, do you want to hear about Lot's wife? Yeah, we sure do. Heck yeah, we do. Well, it's Luke 17, 32, and Jesus is talking about um, when he comes again, it'll be like this on the day when the Son of Man's revealed. That's verse 30. And, you know, if you're on the roof, don't go inside. If you're in a field, don't go home. Mm. And then 32, he says, remember Lot's wife, and then much more famous verse right after it, 33. Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. And, you know, I don't really take my theology most of the time from Instagram posts, but that came up. <laughs> which is, which is probably a, a good, on, a good on, life uh, Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things. I, I don't follow very many people, but they know me because I follow some of them. That They send me quotes from C.S. Lewis, and I don't even remember. I've tried to find out, but I don't even remember who. Um, put that up, but the, I started thinking about that and Lot's wife, Lot's wife. I even found a sermon, which I really recommend to you, though it's very long, um, by J.C. Ryle on Luke seventeen thirty-two. All he had to say about um, Lot's wife. But the main thing that it meant to me was um, she was being asked to do something difficult, which was to leave her home behind. Granted, Sodom wasn't really a great neighborhood. You know, your neighbors want to rape your house guests, and um, it wasn't really it was a pretty, great place to live, but it was situation. familiar. It was familiar. She yeah. she was comfortable. She knew where the grocery store was, and, the, and, you know, she had probably had friends there. And she's being asked to go out where she doesn't know where she's going, where she just has, you know, God's word to her husband telling her to, you know, leave and go out somewhere. Everything that she's ever valued is behind her. And she, she she can't quite let it go. She she wants to turn around and and mourn what she's left behind. And God's really been impressing on me the necessity, you know, in mourning 
not to be mourning for what you've left behind because he's always asking us to run the race before us. And that doesn't necessarily mean I have some new career for you. Now you need to be a missionary somewhere. It just might mean getting through the day, but the day that's ahead of you. Um, not the day that's behind you. And Tim used to say at funerals that there's a lot of different kinds of grief. There's just missing the person grief, the companion and the friendship. Um, there's guilt grief. You know, I should have, could have, would have done that, said that if I would only realized. Um, there's regret you know, I guess that comes under sort of a another form of guilt, you know, things that you did do, things that you didn't do, things that you wished you had done. But grief is in the past and if if you are dealing with somebody, if if you're mourning someone who is a believer, it's not necessary. Everything that shoulda, coulda, woulda been done mm-hmm. has been done by Jesus. I mean, Tim for instance is Gloriously happy, perfect, healed, um, rejoicing in being in Jesus' presence. And though I miss him as my friend and my companion and my husband and all of that above, it's disobedient to me for me to be always looking back over my shoulder saying, but I miss this and, and I miss that and I wish I had that back and I wish I'd said that or done that or something like that. I need to be facing the direction where God is calling me. And if I'm not, then the next verse, the verse 33, where it says, if you want to save your life, you'll lose it. If you lose your life, you'll save it. That's exactly what she was trying to do. She was trying to think, Lot's wife, I mean, she was trying to think about, Oh, the life I've lost behind me, I've lost, you know, I want that back. I, I really miss that. I need that. I don't like leaving that. Mm-hmm. And she lost her life. Whereas if she had just walked away, kept her face forward, saying all of that is gone and I miss it, but I'm going forward and who knows what that means, she would have saved her life. And I recognize every day how much danger I'm in of being like Lot's wife, of, you know, thinking. I mean, every molecule of our apartment, we've lived here for 34 years. Wow. And Tim and I have had known each other for, gosh, 51 years since the first year of seminary, even though this is our 49th anniversary coming up in January. So there's, you know, there's the missing everything, every. Yes. Christmas decoration is one that he used to put up and every um you know every every time I run the dishwasher Tim was the one that always emptied it and now it's me. So you know there's there's sadness on that front but then immediately I think what's ahead? Eternity is ahead. This is the very shortest part of eternity, the part I'm in now. And it's not got that much longer to go, you know, when you're 74, let's be realistic. Um, it's not that much longer to go in this part of eternity, and then I'll be with Jesus too. Yes. So the 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 Lot's wife thing is it's sort of shorthand for saying you are disobedient if you are mourning after the past, what you want to correct, what you want to be forgiven for, what you want to have over again, and instead of saying, 
Lord, lead me and into the race that you want me to run now. Yes. And that's just, it's been one of God's challenges and his comforts. And um, I would not have expected Lot's wife to be my role model here. Well, she's not my role model. She's the anti Model. Yeah, I mean that's that's really good, Kath, and I, it's it's very healthy and of course theologically sound. At the same time, this is a transition, and how you are now, you will not be this way next year. I mean, Tim's only been gone a short while, so you do have, and I don't even call it a luxury, some time to mourn and to mourn thoughtfully. Oh, I don't think I'll ever miss. Tim less than I miss him now. I don't think that's going to change as far as, um, you know, seeing his non-presence on the other side of the bed or in his office or, you know, there's his wedding ring he took off when his fingers started to swell and it's sitting on my dresser. And I don't think I'll ever miss him less. I mean, I might be surprised by that, but I don't think I'll miss him. He was my best friend. He yes. was um, the person that I loved most on the earth. In fact, last last um, Valentine's Day, I sent him a Valentine and said, I, I wrote inside um, something like, you know, you're the air I breathe. You're the ground of my being. I love you more than life itself. Dot dot dot. And that's wrong. That should be Jesus, not you. And I'm working on it. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, I love that. I, I, oh, I, I was God. talking to a friend of mine the other day, Kath, and um, she herself uh, recently widowed, and uh, also heartbroken and grieving and feeling those feelings of, of of grief and regret and guilt, all those things that you just identified. Um, and, and she's wrestling with the new mantle of assuming you know, and being called a widow. Um, how has that worked in your life? Someone says, oh, Kathy Keller, she's oh, a widow. Oh, that's painful, 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 painful. Um, having to check that box, you know, whenever mm. you have some form to fill out, yeah. you know, are you single, are you married, are you divorced, are you widowed, and I have to check widowed. And even the Christmas cards that come, you know, some of them are being sent out by, you know, some firm that the people just have names on. And so they sure. come for Tim and Kathy Keller. And I don't mind that so much. But the ones that have taken the trouble to change that, take Tim off, are all addressed to me as Mrs. Kathy Keller, not even Mrs. Timothy Keller, mm-hmm. but Mrs. Kathy Keller. And that, you know, it's like a little, it's like a stab. Yeah. Really. There's there's like a thousand million reminders um, all my kids were here for Thanksgiving, and they decided, hey, we're all here. Let's get out all the Christmas decorations and put everything up. So they called it Thanksgiving Mass, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Christmas and Thanksgiving Mass together. But every single one of them, I mean, Tim and I always put them up together, and every single thing I look is not quite where it used to be. I mean, the, the grandchildren put all the ornaments on, and there's a special order that they go so that the important ones are where you can see them, and the sentimental ones that are kind of trashy are in the back where you don't see yeah. them. Yeah. And they just put them on. They just put them on any which way, and I've left it that way. I've just left it that way. Mm. So uh, you know, that's the new reality, and. Um, I'm not saying that guilt, or, yeah, 
watch words. I'm not saying that grief is wrong and that you should just snap your fingers and get over it because I don't think there's such a thing as getting over it. There's a great pamphlet that Elizabeth Elliot, you can probably find it somewhere. I absolutely have no idea except that I found it on Tim's shelf, which, by the way, I can't find anything. He's the only person. All of his books are double and triple shelved, and even though they were mostly cataloged, the cataloging system failed. Mm. And if it didn't fail, it was still on his computer, which I don't know how to open. So I don't know where any of the books are. I mean, anything that I want to read, I can't find it. But there was a stack of Elizabeth Elliot pamphlets, and let me see who they're printed by. Good News Tracks in Wheaton, Illinois, and it's called Facing the Death of Someone You Love. And, of course, she was widowed twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a great booklet. I mean, we heard some of it from her whenever we had the class, uh, whenever we were taking her class at seminary. But, you know, in some ways she was not – she was a scary um, role model yeah. because – here she was sanctified, and God had had decided that the way he was going to act in her life was to take two husbands out of her life. And yeah. I can remember very consciously thinking, uh, God, your definition of good and my definition of good seem to be somewhat at odds. Yeah, I remember that feeling too, Kath. You know, and obviously his definition of good really is the right one. But that's losing your life, thinking that you're going to save your life. You know, I'm not going to let you do this, God. Well, how smart is that? I mean, thy will be done is the only thing you can say to God that makes any sense. But, um, you know, wanting to be rebellious and say, not going to do that to me. Mm -mm, No, you're not. And, of course, that's not what, there it is, you know, so... Kathy Keller is with us. Kathy, with her late husband, Tim, authored several books, including The Meaning of Marriage, Facing the Complexities of Commitment with the Wisdom of God. Kathy, we need to take a break. Can you stay with us? We'll be back in just a couple. Okay, great. Thanks for coming along for today's Ride Home. MyPillow's excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Hey, this is John Hall. Get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2024, making them the perfect gift for your friends, your family, everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Deck your home with Plies.com. DIY or let us install. Free design consultation. Plus free samples and free shipping. 
Ho, ho, ho. Blinds.com invented a better way to buy custom high-quality window treatments with no showroom mock-ups or waiting around for quotes from pushy salespeople, saving you time and money for the holidays with upfront pricing right on our website. Go right now to Blinds.com. Satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction guaranteed. Deck your home this holiday season with Blinds.com. Shop Blinds.com for the holidays and save up to 40% Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-353-2973 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. It's easy to listen. We're everywhere. Hear us on OnePlace.com, WordFM.com, on your phone, your smart speaker, and on your radio. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. A couple of snow squalls accumulating a coating to an inch tonight. Otherwise breezy with considerable clouds. Snow can cause poor visibility and slippery spots, leading to slow travel. Tonight's low 28. A couple of snow showers tomorrow morning. Otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy. Storm total snowfall 1 to 3 inches. Again, roads could be slippery. will reach a high of 31. Partly sunny skies for Wednesday with a high of 40. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We're back with Kathy Keller. Kathy and her late husband, Tim, author of God's Wisdom for Navigating Life, a yearly a year of daily devotions in the book of Proverbs, among others. We're continuing our conversation with Kathy. Um, Kath, thanks for sharing with us just, you know, a, a little window into uh, the grieving process that you're involved in, missing Tim so much. And, uh, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, is it weird for you? To be grieving your husband and best friend while all of us are grieving Tim too. I mean, you're so we're you're you were married to such a powerful public figure. What's that like? Uh, knowing that you know all of us kind of feel like we knew him and we're grieving that thing that we're missing. Well, that's kind of complicated because Tim and I never really believed in the powerful public figure thing. It seemed like smoke and mirrors to us. It was not something we ever truly believed was was real. I mean, it's hard to explain. People don't really believe me when I say that, but we really didn't think that it was for real. And so having other people send me messages about how he was my best friend, even though I never met him and that sort of thing is... um, surprising you know all the lives that he touched and I'm I'm so glad and my new role right now is as executor of his estate is trying to navigate how 
um, all of his his work can still go forward and and help people, not because I want him to be famous, you know, post-mortem sort of thing. But just because he was such a clear communicator of the gospel, then that needs to be, it's the gospel that needs to go forward. And if Tim is a good vehicle for having that in his writing and in his talks and things like that, and there's so much more than just the sermons that he preached. There's talks that he gave at different conferences and retreats and um, things that he he did all over the world and for nine years at our first church and I started going through all of the file drawers and boxes in, in the apartment there's 14 file drawers and about six boxes and then there's there's the top of a closet that I haven't even looked at yet uh, with of stuff and we've been told that that all has to be archived and digitized and you know it can't go anywhere it can't be used or donated or copyrighted until it's all archived and digitized and that just you know every time i think about that my mind just blows up and i think i don't know what to do with that i don't know how to do that i i mean i've talked to a couple people about it but it seems to involve either somebody moving into the house or showing up here from nine to five every day for months and months and months and taking every file folder out of every drawer and every paper out of every file folder and somehow copying it into onto a digital um, medium or sending it away in boxes to a place which would do the same thing but with the added anxiety of yes. are they going to get it you know right. bring send it back in the condition that I I gave it to them so right. I either way I feel like you know I, I go through that circle I think we could do that or we could do that or I could just not think about it for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> right right that's you. so it, it Catherine, is the end result that all of Tim's writing and preaching and teaching and talks, all of that will eventually be at one place? Um, I don't know. I mean, all of it will be available for um, people. We have IP agreements. That's intellectual property agreements that we've some of what, which we've signed with Gospel and Life that has made all of Tim's sermons free on the Internet and drops all the podcasts. You just need to sign up at gospelandlife.com and they send you a weekly sermon. Um, we have other institutions that want to have intellectual property agreements with us so that they can put some of his talks and his conferences and things down in booklet form or book form I have to navigate all of that, talk to lawyers and um, all things that are way outside of my comfort zone. Right, I, right. It's an English major. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, and, you know, and then just figure out things that we would like to see have happening. Now, the, the end result of having the papers and everything in one location for, I guess, scholars to look at um, I think that's what's meant, but I, I mean, I don't even know how that works. Do That's not the same as just donating it to the public and saying we don't have any more interest in in using it or licensing it. I don't really know how it works, 
but yeah, there should be a home for it somewhere. Um, eventually, eventually, either yeah. here in New York or, um, you know, maybe with Tolkien and Lewis and yes. Elizabeth Elliot out at Wheaton, or I mean, I don't really know, but I mean, it. Everybody that we've talked to about that says you can't even talk about that to anyone until it's archived and digitized. (laughs) I mean, that's a heck of a lot to control. So in the interim with all that, I mean, the personal journey that you're on right now and then all the estate and executor and that, don't you just want to go to the beach and sit? Um, The beach would be kind of cold this time of year, but... um, you know, no. What I need, what I want to do, is I want to go forward and run the race that God has set for me. Because if I just sit still, I'll just, you know, start to cry and just miss Tim and say this isn't what I want. You know, it certainly has weaned me from the world. I'll tell you that much. The Puritans had that very useful term about being weaned from yes. the world, like a baby being weaned from nursing. They do not like it. <laughs> they do not like it at all. You have to choose a really hot day and let them drink chocolate milk in order for them to mm-hmm. figure out that maybe there's something better um, over the horizon. But. It certainly has made, you know, thinking, living according to the things that are unseen instead of the things that are seen a lot more, um, a lot lot easier to do that whenever I realize that, you know, Tim is alive and in heaven. And it's not that I want to be reunited with him. I really don't know how heaven works. Jesus told us a lot of things, but not many many of them are details (laughs) not many of them are details i just want to be with jesus and have all the sorrow and the the hardness of life wiped away i guess maybe that's cowardly of me no that's not cowardly that's just just human you know i i just want to affirm you um as we leave and our time's already up kath um that i i just it's such a, a beautiful thing to be talking to you knowing that your relationship with jesus is uh strong enough that you recognize that you weren't just valuable to him because you were attached to tim you know, that he has things for you and um, that he's going to take you forward and that there's a lot to accomplish um, before he decides to take you home. And so anyway, so walk on, my friend. Walk on. Yeah, and remember Lot's wife. And remember Lot's <laughs> That's really wife. good. Yeah, thanks for being Don't with keep us. keep looking over my shoulder. Yeah, oh, thanks yeah. Thank for being for with us. Yeah, and, Our pleasure. And Merry Christmas to you. I know it's going to be hard. Um, and if it if it does bring you comfort, we all uh, we all are missing Tim. We are. But uh, from the eastern suburbs of Pittsburgh, right? A Yinzer uh, Christmas to you. A Yinzer, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kath. Love you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay. I'll eat a pierogi and think of you, Kath. (laughs) That's Kathy Keller. Check out her book, The Songs of Jesus, A Year of Daily Devotions in the Psalms. One hundred one point five W O R D. We're Ann and Dave Wilson. You know, marriage and parenting are not easy. And we're certainly not marriage experts or perfect parents, but we've learned a few lessons over forty-one years of marriage and three sons, and we want to pass those along to you. And we'll also be joined by special guests. So join us here each weekday for Family Life Today, as together we pursue the relationships that matter most. 
Family Life Today, tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the chaos in Russia and the Middle East continues. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 100000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge write-off of taxes for 2023. Hurry. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment for 2023. Natural gas is the fuel of the future, and it just keeps going up. Call 1-800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-287-6691. That's 1-800-287-6691. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contract. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. You're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. You know that look you get when a loved one opens up a gift and you know that you've nailed it? The perfect present? Well, we have just the gift to get that look. Hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins. Because with hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins, you just step into them and they're on. There's no bending down to the ground, and you never have to touch your shoes. So how do hands-free Skechers slip-ins work? It's like there's a built-in shoehorn in the heel, so your foot slides into place. Find slip-ins at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. Our popular Valentine dinner cruise returns Friday, February 16th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. And now through January 2nd, get 10% off your ticket price. Book now at wordfm.com. 101.5 One of the, the best things about social media is following people who delve into interesting things. Uh, one of those is a guy by the name of Tom Whitwell. And Tom Whitwell is a writer, but primarily, I would believe, um, he makes his living by being an editor, which means many things come across Tom mm-hmm. Whitwell's desk. And so maybe probably at least a decade, uh, I've been following Tom Whitwell, and he does this thing at the end of the year. Uh, 52 things I learned in oh, okay. in 2023. So here's a small sampling of those 52 all right, things. I like all this. Right? Yeah. In a recent experiment, a group of domesticated birds were taught to call one another on tablets and smartphones. They enjoyed it and made new friendships. And then there's a link, if you're so inclined. Is that true? Yeah. All these. Domesticated birds were taught to use tablets and smartphones, and they enjoyed it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A group of Carmelite monks in Wyoming are building themselves a Gothic monastery using a 3D design software and stone carving robots. And you hit the link, 
and there's this monastery. This get out. It looks like it's a medieval something in France. What? But there it is in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cheating. Oh no, it's cool. No, it's not cheating. It's no, but- using what's available to you. Yeah, but don't you feel like the, this modern era? Look, people mm. used a chisel and a yeah, hammer. That's fine. And created spectacular things. This is 2023, and they're in Wyoming. I think it's cool. All okay. glory to God. Okay. A Paola guitar is an electric guitar with four pickups and four output sockets so that 1950s session players could get paid four times while playing one solo. Come on. <laughs> and if you click the link, there's an excellent article about Bruce Springsteen, who had one of these guitars and converted it into his lifelong guitar. Super wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Job satisfaction in the United States is at a 35-year high. In 2010, less than 45% of people said that they were satisfied with their jobs. In 2022, over 62% said they were. And you need to go back to the 1980s to find satisfaction as high as today. Big gains come from work-life balance Mm -hmm. and the performance review process. Really? How about that? The performance review process. Wonder how that's different post-COVID. The work-life process, the work-life balance. Yeah, we know that that's a different thing. This will get you. The United States Defense Department earns $100 million a year operating slot machines used by soldiers on their bases. Come on. (laughs) Really? You're sucking these people in to spend their hard-earned money on slot machines, and you're making $100 million a year. Is there any way for me to think that that's not terribly wrong. It's terribly wrong. There's Am no I, way around it. Mm-hmm. Is there like an, I'm thinking, is there another perspective on this I no. should consider? Because that sounds lousy. It's big time lousy. Here's another one. One in five people currently have a disability. 100% of people will have some form of disability in their lifetime. 100%? Yeah. Wow. You have. Yeah, right. I have. Yep. Lex has mm-hmm. 100%. No one's getting out no alive. One, nope. <laughs> so true. A specialness spiral is when you wait for the perfect time to use something, then end up using it never at all. Exactly. An item that started out very ordinary through repeated lack of use eventually becomes seen more of a treasure. A specialness spiral. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Italy banned chat GPT productivity of coders in the country, they fell by 50% before recovering. Chat GPT, the coders, then Italy said goodbye to them, mm-hmm. productivity fell away, and then it eventually recovered. Because people learned to do work what, around it. Yeah, work yeah. around it. Canadian researchers gave homeless people $7,500 in a bank account that they could spend on anything they wanted. They spend it on food, clothes, and rent. Many moved into stable housing and saved enough to give them some stability. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Bertie Sheldrake was a South London pickle manufacturer who converted to Islam and became the king of a far-flung Islamic republic before returning to London and settling black into obscurity. 
wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was making pickles, mm -hmm. and then he became like an Islamic mm -hmm. a military leader? Mm -hmm. A far-flung Islamic Republic leader. And then he decided to, to go back and make pickles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, that can't be the normal trajectory for <laughs> no. for people who are running Islamic countries. No. But if pickles are involved, I guess there's a little out. It does change things. The number of super centarians in an area tends to fall dramatically about 100 years after accurate birth records are introduced. Oh, so they're not <laughs> as old as they think they are. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh -huh. okay. Fashion models in China are cutting prices to compete with AI. Oh, that's disgusting. If designers using AI charge 800 yuan, I'll do 600. If they charge 600, I'll get down to 500. There's no other way out. I'll fight this till the end, says one model. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That is dehumanizing. You're fighting AI. It is. That is. You just want to look at fake women. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. A, I'm just despairing for the world. A non-attitude is a weakly held belief entirely invented in response to a question in an opinion poll. <laughs> a non-attitude. Right. Mm -hmm. So I didn't care about it until somebody asked me. That's right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do you do you want Mason Rudolph to start on Saturday? I, was like, I don't. I have a non-attitude about that. The top ten percent of United States motorists use more gas than the bottom sixty percent. Is that the case with everything yeah, in the world? It just guess. seems like we have the we have the people who are like the super rich, and then the rest of everybody. Right. And now we have the people that are now also putting the most miles on their car and the rest of us? Right. New research shows uh, that placebos are effective in reducing feelings of guilt, but they work less well on shame. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. shame is deeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah shame is deep. <clears throat> the shame pill, if you could take it, right? Can't Still can't get over it. Fake belly buttons. <laughs> are temporary tattoo-style stickers. Placed a few inches above your navel, they give the illusion of longer legs. Oh, my gosh. One Chinese reviewer described them as the most successful invention of 2023. Oh, that is so pathetic. <laughs> if that's the most successful invention of 2023, the human race is doomed. Washboard sales went up 57% during the pandemic. Inspired by, quote, fears of societal collapse and limited laundry service, although 40% are sold as percussion instruments. <laughs> mm -hmm. We'll keep it around, though, just in case the band breaks up. Only 28 books sold more than 500,000 copies in the United States in 2022. I believe that. Eight of them were by romance novelist Colleen Hoover. I never even heard her. You're kidding me. How about that? That's a brief look of wow. the 50 that's, things I learned in 2023. That's absolutely fascinating. Tom Whitwell and is the author. Really depressing. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen the images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this it's severe acute malnutrition. 
Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Just $30 a month can help save children for less than a dollar a day, whether it's providing emergency nutrition or helping children displaced by war and natural disaster. For a child in need in any of the 120 countries around the world where Save the Children works, your $30 a month can change everything for a child who's suffering. Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the chaos in Russia and the Middle East continues. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 100000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge write-off of taxes for 2023. Hurry, if you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment for 2023. Natural gas is the fuel of the future, and it just keeps going up. Call 1-800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-287-6691. That's 1-800-287-6691. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000 with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spend time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between 100000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. A little earlier in the show, Kath was talking about uh, her, what, 12 dozen? 40. 40 dozen cookies mm-hmm. that are in the fridge and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Waiting to be turned into actual cookies as opposed to just dough. Well, if that's not you and cookie making is beyond you, Oreo has made a trio of tasty New Year's resolutions for 2024. Uh, Oreo has just announced it'll be welcoming three new cookies varieties to its cavalcade of crunchy confections. Mm, The first is called Oreo Black and White, which is a limited edition flavor of the regular Oreo, and the vanilla Oreo, vanilla Oreo, black and white. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good. I would eat that. The vanilla Oreos are delicious. Oh, I'll I tell like you right them. now. I, they're absolutely delicious. I might proffer to say they're my favorite. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not going to pick on you about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the black and white limited edition only appearing apparently in stores for a few months. Next are the Oreo gluten free version okay. of the original chocolate flavor. Great. 
Uh, also, they are also offering a golden Oreo, which is gluten-free, featuring vanilla sandwich cookies filled with a classic Oreo cream. Wonderful. And then the big news is something called Oreo Cakesters, which are peanut butter flavored cream. Oh, so now wait a minute. This is a different thing because it's the the cookie is soft. Mm-hmm. It's not the normal Oreo. It looks we... like a little devil's food. Yeah, thing, it looks doesn't it? Yeah, like squishy. Oreo cakesters. Yeah, peanut butter. The softer side of Oreo. Its cakester line has a new flavor, joining the original chocolate flavor. So I didn't even know there was one. There's only so much space on a on a grocery store shelf. When you look at where Oreos are displayed, yeah. the display is getting larger and yes. larger. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I appreciate some of them a lot. I very much like the vanilla, as you said. Yeah. I've heard high marks about the lemon. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've had those. I've heard they're very, very good. Yeah, yeah. I can't have Oreos in the house. Me neither. Because I'm mean, talking about a Lay's potato no. chip. Oh, forget I eat, it. Yeah, I'm having no. one. I'm having 30. Yeah. And who wants to do that? Exactly. I'm totally with you. Anyway. 100%. So enjoy your cookies wherever you get them. That's right. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.